so um, I just would challenge you even right this moment what do you see what do you see and in Proverbs 20:12, this is what it says it says ears to hear and eyes to see both are gifts from the Lord so your eyes to see and what you will see are a gift from the Lord there's a story found in Luke chapter 18 about a man that was blind and um, he was a beggar and it doesn't tell us anywhere because his story shows up in three of the gospels it doesn't tell us how long he'd been blind I assume probably his whole life and he was out on the road to Jericho because Jericho was on the way to Jerusalem and people going to Jerusalem were often generous to those that were beggars and so they would sit there begging asking for money and a crowd's coming and he's hearing the crowd and he's wondering what what is going on with this crowd and then he hears the name about Jesus and in all of his journeys through weeks and and months he's heard about Jesus and what he could do and he stands up and he says Jesus son of David have mercy on me and the crowd are like you be quiet would you just stop that stop hollering get back where you belong don't say anything and he says Jesus son of David have mercy on me and Jesus stops he stops and he calls him forward and he says what is it that you want and it's interesting on his way to Jesus he throws his cloak away his cloak was the only thing he had that was his and he throws it away that he can get to Jesus and he says I want to see I want to see and Jesus says your faith has has healed you and he and instantly his eyes were opened and he began to rejoice and sing and dance and he followed Jesus and I want you to think about how life-changing his life was in that moment he went from blind to seeing none of us have experienced total blindness so we have no idea what he actually experienced but it was so incredible and he so went after wanting to see and this morning the Lord is wanting you to understand something about your eyesight and he's wanting you to be like blind Bartimaeus that you would throw away what you have that you would long for it you would holler that you would go after that you'd say oh that I I could see Jesus is wanting you to see and so when you think about your vision and your eyes some of you wear glasses some of you don't some of you've had cataract surgery some of you haven't there's all of this thing about your physical sight but you see what's in front of you or do you my question is do you I, I would like you to, to put up uh, photo number one if you would please okay I have a question what what are you seeing in this picture tell me what is this it's a rabbit is it a bird or is it a rabbit but you were sure it was a bird, right? 
But see, your eyes are looking at that and you are seeing an illusion because you're not sure which one it is. I actually do not know if that's a bird or a rabbit. It's actually a, a raven is what it is. So would you put the other picture up? So what do you see here? Do you see the woman? Yeah, do you see the man? You see, sometimes what we're seeing isn't really what we're seeing. And I want to lay the foundation for this message out of Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 and 14. And this is what he says. He has rescued you. Think of that word, rescue. He's rescued you from the kingdom of darkness. And he's transferred you into the kingdom of light, uh, the kingdom of his dear son. I love that. The kingdom of his dear son. Isn't that cool how that says that? Who purchased our freedom and forgiveness of sins. So we live in the reality of two kingdoms. Even in this room right now, there's two kingdoms. There's the kingdom of darkness and there's the kingdom of God. Uh, everywhere you go, there's a reality of two different kingdoms. And they're both present. And we need our eyes fixed on the reality of the kingdom of heaven. And just like those pictures you saw, you have to see things from the reality of the kingdom and not from the reality of the kingdom of darkness. And so um, the kingdom of darkness has an entirely different view than the kingdom of God. It, It looks different. It feels different. It it, it is different. And Jesus warns us. He, He actually is speaking to his disciples when he gives this warning. And he says this about our eyes, that we have to choose to see. Isn't it an interesting thought? We have to choose to see. What do you choose to see? You see, we, um, we not, we need not to only be aware of the two different realities, but we have to seek and long like blind Bartimaeus did. We have to long for the reality of the kingdom of heaven. You see, we settle for the kingdom of darkness when we're supposed to be transferred into the kingdom of light and we're supposed to walk in the light and walk in the truth of the light. And so often the darkness The illusion that the darkness presents sucks us in. And we go with it. So I want you to look at Matthew chapter 13. So this is, Jesus has been telling a parable about the soils. And he's talking to his disciples and his disciples come to him and they say, they say, why do you always tell parables? And he answers them in verse 11, and he says, Because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it has not been given. And I want you to think about that phrase. It's been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. There's mysteries for you to unveil. There's things that don't always look like what they really are. (coughs) 
And God is so wanting your attention this morning. He began on Monday with this word stirred up. You see, Mike and I were supposed to go to um, his uncle's funeral. It's up, it's up near Duluth. And so on Friday morning, we headed out. And we were about 180 miles towards Duluth. And um, we got a call that my mom had fallen. And I'm like, oh, uh, a new program. Uh, we had to turn around. We had to come back. Because I didn't know what that meant. And I needed to be here. And so we turned around and came back. And you can look at the reality of that situation and you can say that um, the enemy won in that situation. And I'm saying, I, I said, okay, God, I thought we were supposed to go to this funeral. I thought that's what you wanted us to do. And we were headed that way. We had our bags packed. And um, I said, okay, so this is what you really want. I'm going to go with what I, I'm seeing that you're, 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 you're moving you're directing my path here, and I'm going to go with it. I had no idea at that time that on Sunday morning, my mom would be gone. And I'm so thankful I turned around and came. And I came back. And so we have to be aware that there are mysteries of the kingdom of heaven that have been given to us. And we can unwrap them, and we can see them. And so it says... Then it says an interesting thing. For whosoever has to him, more will be given. And he will have an abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And then in verse 13, he says this. Therefore, I speak to them in perils, parables, because seeing they do not see. Those people out there... Jesus is there. He's walking amongst them. He's doing signs and wonders. He's doing miracles. And they have eyes to see, but they're not seeing. They're not seeing what God is doing at all. They're totally unaware of what God is doing. And hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. And it's fascinating that, that eyes to see. What do your eyes see? The Lord began to stir me up. I begin to look through the Bible and, and find passages of scripture about eyes that see. Do your eyes see? And it starts in Deuteronomy, and it's in Ezekiel, and it's in Jeremiah, and it's in Isaiah, and it's in the Gospels, and it's in the book of Acts. All over, Jesus is saying, are your eyes seen? Are you actually seen? Or are you just think you're seen? And he's challenging them. And it says in verse uh, 14 of Matthew 13, he says this. And in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, Hearing they will hear and shall not understand. And seeing you will see and not perceive. You can see and not perceive. Did you know that? For the hearts of the people have grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes have been closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn, so that I should heal them. And then he says to his disciples, Blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. So the Lord brought this message to me so very clearly. 
And he wants us to have eyes that are continually focused on the kingdom of God. And, uh, and it, like blind Bartimaeus, we are supposed to be seeking after that with all of our heart. You see, one of the keys in all of those passages about the eyes was what is your heart doing? You see, is your heart too hard to see what God is doing? Or is your heart soft and pliable that, that the God can move in your situation beyond what you can understand because you believe that he is the God of the impossible? And so there's this, this tension that God is saying, hey, when you're looking at what's before you, what are you actually seeing? And he's saying, hey, you need to open your eyes and see what the kingdom of God is actually doing. Don't be like that picture of the raven and the, and the rabbit that doesn't ha- you don't know which one it is. You need to be, okay, even last week, Becca said, what did she say? We needed to ask what? What are you doing here? And what do you want me to do? You remember that from last week? She said that. Well, it's this same idea that there's this, Ability to see something beyond what I'm seeing out here. And he wants you to be aware that there's something more to see. And that he might reveal to you something that will be a mystery that will change what's happening in your situation. Because you're willing to step out in faith and say, yes, I believe that what I'm seeing is not the real picture. Because I have a God in heaven. And I know what the kingdom of heaven is all about. And I know what he's wanting to do. And so I'm going to be looking at this situation and going, okay, God, what are you doing here? Because I want to clear aside the kingdom of darkness that wants me to see it as hopeless. There's so many times when we've prayed for kids forever and ever and we haven't seen a change. And we just say, well, there's there's no hope. And God is wanting you to say this morning, hey... Have your eyes adjusted. Put on my lens. My lens will filter what you see and you will be able to see what the kingdom of heaven is doing in your family and in your situation and you'll be able to grab hold of it. And what about the workplace? How are you seeing it? And how is God wanting you to see it? And how about in your church? How are you seeing it? And how are you... And what... How... Are you asking God, what is he wanting to do? You see, we're being challenged here this morning for our eyes. We have to choose between what we see in the natural and what is actually able to transpire in the supernatural. So I love Josh's testimony this morning. That, that doesn't happen on its own. That's supernatural. So when he's seeking for a solution to his problem, he has to have see with eyes of faith that God could actually do something and then when he did it he did it beyond what was good when his heart his leg wasn't hurting because now he's running six miles it's good God is good God is so good see the devil loves to make illusions that have you see things so bad that you're held captive by those illusions and you don't think that there's an ability for them to change And it keeps you captive. And the kingdom, you were transferred out of that kingdom. And you were transferred into the kingdom of his dear son. And in that kingdom, there is the ability to see. 
So I want to give you an example of what I'm talking about. I, I read this story in a book. Two men went into a coffee shop. They wanted coffee. 